Business as Unusual is a thought-provoking podcast that explores the innovative strategies, disruptive ideas, and unconventional practices driving successful leaders and companies in the ever-evolving world of modern business. Subscribe, comment, and share for weekly inspiration with our host, Aisila. Welcome to Business as Unusual. I'm here today with the fantastic Mikey Famine, who already helped me with my audio issues. So for those of you who are looking for live stream support, I can make a firm recommendation. <laughs> so hello, Mikey. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Hi, everybody. <laughs> So uh, obviously I have given some indication to people of who you are and what you're about, but would you be up for introducing yourself a little bit? Um, for sure. Um, my name is Mikey Famine. Uh, I live in Chicagoland. I'm a St. Louis native. I am a streamer, producer, um, musician, and uh, cat dad, foodie. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, started, I started Mikey Famine Productions a couple of months ago after quitting my full-time job. Uh, to do online streaming help and uh, to work with clients to get their companies into a streaming position and to not make a fool of themselves while they're doing it, which is easy to do. Easy to do. It, it is. You, I, I do feel like stepping into live streaming, um, I did have to accept the permanence also of when I make an error. It's like, oh, that's up there forever. Hi. <laughs> um. It it is it is live it is live TV, but more but ten times more effective because for every TV that you see in your day, you're probably going to run into somebody who's got a cell phone. So when you're at the grocery store, you can be a TV. When you're at, in the car, you can be a TV. So you're going out to everybody everywhere, which is the the plus and the minus. So, mm -hmm. so your 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 mistakes get a, a bit amplified. Right. I mean, the, the thing that I do reassure myself with is that, you know, there's so much out there that <laughs> that probably, you know, won't last overly long. Um, so I, I titled this Bet on Yourself partially because when I was um, asking you some questions about your work that you said that was kind of your tagline. So what led to that? How did you how did you decide to bet on yourself? Um, previous to doing this, I was a grocery store manager. Um, I had been doing that on and off since I got out of high school and I'm 35 in a few weeks. So I have like 15 years on and off of grocery experience. And um, I really kind of found myself, especially because of um, COVID and Karens and the entitlement of people on certain political parties, it just got so bad that... Um, I wasn't sleeping very well and I never was a good sleeper. My eating was crazy. I'm stressed out. I'm, I'm feeling like fits of rage and I can't explain why. Like I'm like guy cut me off and I'm like mad about it like five miles later and I can't figure it out. It's my job. 
Um, I wasn't getting paid adequately. It was a stressful environment. And uh, thanks to an angel donor, um, I decided to start my own company and just get out of there. And as stupid and, and toxic as that job was, um, I, I didn't go to college. I went straight, uh, straight into the workforce, uh, family stuff. And like your job is like part of your identity. Like it's super important to you to have that security that every day I show up at this place and then every Thursday I get my direct deposit. It's just mm -hmm. like a, it's like a, um, an AB transaction and it's, and it's fine and it's good. And, uh, walking away from that was probably one of the harder things I've had to do just because i was so indoctrinated into that late stage capitalism you better better find food or you're gonna die and it's just like i was mm -hmm. and that little voice in the back of my head is like you know what bet on yourself bet on yourself if if this company as crappy as it is can make money there's no way that with all that big old brain and that ball of charisma that you are that you can't make money doing something that's good for you and that's ethical uh, good for the world around you and um, that I can use in a way to pivot and and broadcast people who probably wouldn't get that attention otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I to just to build on the last thing you said, because that's one of the things that I have loved about being in the podcasting world is the the numerous shows that bring forward concepts or cultural experiences that I don't think would have seen the light of day if it weren't so accessible. And I hopefully, you know, there's always, it, it, I, I go back and forth between hope and cynicism, but I'm hoping like that as we could bring forward more of that for people to genuinely connect across different experiences and, and cultural understandings that we can see a more like, uh, I guess more integration or more, at least understanding. Like I, I don't, I don't think we need to absorb each other, or, you know, we don't need to consume uh, other cultures the way sort of capitalism teaches us to. But I think we can learn how to experience those differences as less threatening, maybe, if we have more opportunity yeah. to interact and interact safely. Like I can I can right. chat with someone who's doing a live stream and learn from them without necessarily stepping into something terrifying or, right. or feeling that overly vulnerable. You did that show, uh, I think it was on the Bin podcast, where you guys were talking about um, gender, sexism, and, and the transgender experiences and, and sort of mm -hmm. challenges that, and, and you had transgender yeah. folks on. And I was just yeah. like, this is such a great opportunity for people to, to kind of understand how to do that. And that's actually something I would, I want to ask you, because I haven't asked you this before, like both on uh -oh. the Bin <laughs> I think, well, both in the bin and I think dig on America I've seen you lead people through that process multiple times where there you know something comes up and you're always really quick to see oh this might have uh, an impact that isn't intended or and and like to and but you're certainly skillful at pointing to the issue and encouraging people to learn. And I, I don't know, you've also got, I think, a good group together. Um, yeah. I actually encourage people to watch your shows because of that. I'm like, if you want to see what it looks like to be able to talk across challenging things, you should watch these shows. So is that something you were intending to do or how did that come about? What was, what created that? 
Um, that particular show, I think, what was it? The I think it was Trans Visibility Day, or mm -hmm. or, or, or some some legislation had been passed. So we reached out to uh, some of our friends on Twitter and some of our other uh, channels that we're associated with, and got got those uh, those lovely lovely humans on. Um, but before the week before that, we had uh, I think Barbara Coloroso, which you know very mm -hmm. well. And yeah. it's just when you when you surround yourself with positive people, you get opportunities to have really good conversations with other positive people. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I always kind of would rather have. I, 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 I'm all about watering plants from now on. I'm an old man. Mm -hmm. I don't have the stamina or the mental wherewithal to just sit there and argue with people on Twitter anymore. The same energy I'm using on that, I could be using to water a flower somewhere. So I'm going to water flowers throughout the internet and I'm going to leave the weeds to, to their own. I'm not going to try to water them to death. Um, one, one quick thing I wanted to pull up from um, before. Um, a good friend of ours, Jonathan, at Dishonest Ape, um, about us not all being the same and, and not blending into one homogenized thing. He was talking about drawing black people because we all play D and D together, and he's like trying to work on uh, the character art for my character, and he's like, I'd have to stare at people in uncomfortable in ways that would make them uncomfortable. So, so there's pictures and stuff like that. So that's that. I, I don't know why I wrote that down, but I felt like that was really important. Like he he understands that to to draw black people, you have to look at them, like study mm -hmm. them, like focus on them. And that could be a very, very awkward situation if you're sitting across the table from somebody. So, so shows and podcasts and streaming, especially, really let you, like you say, like kind of get under that first layer and really ask questions that you weren't really, um, you wouldn't think was safe to ask, but that they've given you us a, um, a table to to place your plate upon, and um, mm -hmm. and as as far as my politics and stuff like that. Um, I used to be a right winger, you know, I used to be all small, low tax. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I really understood or finally understood that uh, politicians lie. Uh, they don't mean what they say. And um, if I want the results that I want, the only way I can get that is if everybody is nice to each other. And if everybody mm -hmm. and everybody's usually nicer to each other once they understand each other a bit better, because it's one thing if I see um, uh, an Aisola proxy stumbling out of a bar drunk, I'm like, oh, my God, get it together, girlfriend. You're over there slacking. But if I know you, I'm running over to help you automatically. Right. So so as soon as you make any kind of connection at all with somebody, you already take a, you take better care of them. So mm -hmm. um, conversations are a great way to build empathy in people um, that currently don't know that they lack it <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, and getting them to, un, to, to really put themselves in the, in the position of the people that they're criticizing. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's a really important point that if we are going to overcome the isolation and the polarization that is tearing us apart i mean i think in yeah. a very real way it's being kind and and i i would also say um one of the women that i really respect and admired uh duanita mosby tyler uh when we had her on my other podcast a few years ago and 
she was talking about the importance of recognizing that you can you can stand for accountability you can be like oh wait no that thing you said not okay and you can also stand for love and grace that it's 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 actually not mutually exclusive and i for me it's always been the distinction of saying i'm not going to dehumanize you like you right. get to be a person i might strongly object or you know express a real issue with a behavior or a statement right. <laughs> but that's not the same as saying like i think you're bad and i think that like it, the more that we can get comfortable with those kinds of exchanges and and just recognizing like if, if you correct me that's not anything bad that's actually a gift right like you're offering mm -hmm. to give me information that i can then use to engage in a more thoughtful way in my life and you know, I'm not sure what creates that like reflex defensiveness, but I think that's a big problem. So I appreciate your perspective on, you know, the, the live streaming empathy option. <laughs> People are really bad at helping. Even yeah. like not every, everybody wants like the, the percentage of people that actually want to help only a certain percentage of those are going to be good at helping. And, mm -hmm. um, because if this was 10 years ago, I would, oh, I would have told you all your tech problems at the top of my lungs, calling you an idiot the whole time. Why don't you know this? Da, 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 da. We talked about this last week. It's a skill that has to be learned and, mm -hmm. and watered and, and, and nurtured um, uh, to produce fruit. And um, it's taken a while, but, <laughs> but yeah, even if, even if out there, even if someone's asking for help, help them nicely. <laughs> or, that, or, or they won't ask for help anymore. And, and then overall, mm -hmm. that just kind of, everybody's kind of hurt by that. You don't do yourself any favors. Yeah, it's really true, right? Yeah. What do you think is, what do you think helped you to, to shift that perspective for yourself? Um, I don't drink as much. <laughs> That's number <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Can't make you look cranky sometimes. <laughs> and 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 you get older, and then I guess if you once you start to realize that, um, or you you see a behavior that you don't like um, in somebody else, and then someone says, "Oh, will you do that?" And then you say, "No, I don't." Oh, whoa, wait, I do do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to be that guy. Okay, let me try it a different way. And yeah, it takes a lot more effort, um, but it's it you you produce more fruit that way. And who doesn't watering. like fruit? I like fruit, um, especially raspberries. They're like my favorite. I think, I mean, honestly, the best fruit is obviously a pear. I mean, the is pear it is really. It's it's in the Guinness Book of World Records highest valued fruit. Yes. The <laughs> oh that's that's so interesting and it sounds like something you're making up but you know <laughs> oh you know the website's been deleted you know that's crazy mm. i can't believe that happened that's apparently the case oh here we are Pun city <laughs> population me and you <laughs> i mean it's only the punter dome if two people enter and only one person oh. leaves I'm deceased. I can no longer leave. Just bury me here. <laughs> Put my sword That's in the ground with my helmet on top of it. <laughs> this is where the hero lies. That happens, you know. But um, so the other thing that you talked about was respect my time or take it away. 
I'm like, I like this, but tell me, tell me what, um, where, where, where is that line or what feels like respect versus something else? As snarky as that sounds, it's an affirmation. Like it sounds bad, but I think no, it doesn't. It's, 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 it's kind of my mantra because, um, especially now that I'm not working for the man anymore and I'm working for me, um, I have a lot of stuff to do. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, and I do love helping people and I've spent countless hours in zoom and, uh, stream calls trying to help people with their OBS because something won't work. And I'm like, share your screen. And then we have to go through all these. And I spend so much time on that, but, and I, and I wouldn't trade that away for anything. Mm -hmm. I, I, I do it again if asked, but what drives okay. me up the wall is, is when I volunteer to help people. And then they don't show up. Right. And that's, I could have been helping someone else, but I've wasted my, I've this, this time block is gone now. I cleared it for you and I, and I did nothing myself. I didn't get any of my stuff done. And uh, so now no one wins. And, and that, mm -hmm. that I, I, so I had to put it out there, respect my time or I'll take it away. And so now, I, I mean, it's going to be harder for them to get me to help now. Mm -hmm. Much more difficult. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That it, And I mean, I think even if you aren't you know, working for yourself, there's lots of things you can do with your time. I had a, a friend of mine as a coach, and her advice was not to work harder for people than they're willing to work for themselves. Like, if they, right. <laughs> if they can't if they're not in a place where they're able to like put themselves into it and commit and really show up for their part, that's fine. No judgment. It's just the only judgment is like, Oh, then that's probably not a great fit for me because I'm looking for a different kind of engagement yeah. from the people that I work with. So yeah. now that seems pretty wise. Um, all right. Let me see. You you filled out this whole form for me, which I super appreciate. I was, so, I was, I was over there like sweating bullets, just like, ah, oh, should I say this? <laughs> Do I really feel that way? Oh. Well, I'm glad. I, I always feel that the best way to really bring a guest on is to make sure they feel like a lot of anxiety and concern yeah. so that that way, as they show up, they can really feel a sense of like being on the spot. Absolutely. I've been up for 24 hours, just like the email told me to. Um, <laughs> and I have a thumbtack in my left shoe. There you go. Just, Just step to, on uh, it to like keep yourself awake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so let's say I've heard about this streaming thing and I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I, I get my, my iPad out or my MacBook or mm -hmm. my non Apple product which might be a better choice based your on iPod, all my conversation. Your iPod <laughs> shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. There you go. And, um, you know, so I'm going to do this. What, what is the best first step or the worst first step to be aware of or both? <laughs> like, what mistakes um, would you encourage people not to make that you've seen happen or what good choices would you encourage them towards? Um, my, my first tip is to make friends because you're going to need a lot of help. OBS has a huge learning curve. Um, so with a lot of getting it wrong before you get it right, um, 
and that just comes with time and it's not it's not going to be great on your first 30 streams there's going to be something that's messed up you just got to accept it move on um so i guess my first first tip would be um let things roll off your back hmm, okay. if, so if something's not working um let it go try again if it doesn't go it doesn't go figure out what the problem is and try again um if you're if you if someone's trying to do something for like a big event uh do a smaller event first so you can work out your bugs because even though everything looks like it's absolutely perfect on your screen i guarantee that something will break and something will not work so test runs and be ready for it to go bad because it will inevitably right. it, inevitably it will inevitably yes yeah yeah i when i started my my first podcast i spent years struggling with audacity i was not very good at it and i had some yeah. vocal issues like you start, you listen to my voice or like whoa what was that like all those that things is still mind-blowing to me yeah and, no, I, and I showed and i showed my wife who's uh heard isla's voice a hundred times she's like who is this mm -hmm. it, it's it is it is one of those crazy things so yeah and so that you know so in a lot of ways it was a huge accomplishment to finally get it started through all of those different challenges and it's it's that um double-edged sword of I, I listen to the early episodes and there's part of me that cringes because I'm like oh but then there's also this feeling of like wow look at how far I've come exactly. and and so I don't I don't like I've had moments of like I should just delete them and then I'm like no it's okay they're not they're not bad they're just not up yeah. to the standard I'd like them to be and it does show this like a development and I think that that's okay I think we can actually yeah. develop a little you know in some ways it's a little bit public but um, I think it's okay for, for people to, to give themselves permission to maybe, you know, start off learning and that's okay. Like maybe don't yeah. do like your, your like biggest, highest desired, like success project. Like you said, start out with something tiny or mm -hmm. that you're willing to play with. That it's okay if it's not perfect, but, yeah. um, yeah, I think that's good advice. Um, you know, when are you going to be an overnight sensation? You've been doing this for five years. How many more years before you're you're the you're an overnight success? <laughs> I have a feeling that my next TikTok about me making dinner tonight, that's going to be gonna the go, one. That's yeah, gonna be it's going to go viral. I'm, I'm going viral. I'm going to be all over. The, I, I I can see my name in lights. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you in lights. I love this background you got going on. It feels very uh, '80s retro. Like is and that... this is and this is not something I could have ever done when I first started doing this. Yeah, I could have never done it, but then I had to ask a friend and watch YouTube tutorials. There was a lot of a lot of good resources out there. Um, mm -hmm. What if someone wanted to hire you as a resource? How would they do that? Um, best way to do that is go to solo.to/slash Mikey Famine. Um, my contact information is on there, and if you need consultation for any project that you got going on. I can poke my nose around them. I, I can help you out. I can get you. I, I'll get you squared away. We'll get you up on the road there. Nice. I mean, I do have a secret agenda of um, yes. you having like a very successful streaming business because I just love the content that you produce and the way that you show up. Um, like you said, with the streaming, you like to amplify things. And I feel the same way. I want to 
that's part of what this show is about is I really want to create a world in which all of these things that are happening that are actually positive or at least have the ability to create something more interconnected or create more empathy, get as much attention as the damaging despair that we get faced with every time we open anything, <laughs> it seems like. And, and not to ignore uh, it. Like, there's hard. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying we should ignore it. There's really horrible things happening and, and they definitely deserve our attention. However, there's also a lot of really great things happening and a lot of people working really hard to, to create something that is more inclusive and positive. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't seem to get as much attention. And, and maybe I'm in the wrong channels, but it's just been my experience that like the, the stuff that comes to me easily is not super cheerful. <laughs> um. Every, uh, you're hundred percent right. There are really, really big issues, um, facing at least, uh, at least on the America side, there's a lot of big stuff happening and can happen to us, um, with the next upcut with the midterms and the next elections coming up and court decisions and all that good stuff. People need release. Um, and, uh, they like entertaining things to take their mind off of the um the quagmire that is right outside their front door or that's popping up on their cell phone and on their tv and on their laptop they need a break from that mm -hmm. and um it's no crime to make people feel good for 35 minutes on your podcast or on your stream to give them that that breath of fresh air so they can get some food get some rest get some water and then go back to the fight mm -hmm. even even warriors take days off so um, being able to provide something entertaining for people is in itself a, a very useful thing for society. We need entertainment. We need a release. We need some small piece of escapism or else this world comes crushing down upon you. And it's no bueno. It's no bueno. Everybody needs, everybody needs something fun to enjoy mm -hmm. and being able to provide that for people and to help other people provide that for people is, is a sweet, is a sweet gig if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what, let's say that you're, you're successful beyond your wildest dreams or as successful as your wildest dreams. What, what's happening in the, in the Mikey famine productions world and in, and how does that affect the world around you? So ask it one more time. Like what, what's, what's best case scenario? Yeah, like if you achieve your goals and dreams, yeah, what what is what happens? What 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 does your company look like? And and what have you done? What does the world experience from that? I mean, I mean, I'll just tell you because it's just me and you right now. Mm -hmm. I would love to see a my age grouped network make it to its own TV station. Okay. Because the internet is great, but the money is on TV. And until TV is completely wiped away, I'd like to see um, actually inclusive, actually um, self-owned acts be able to have their time in front of millions instead of in, thousands, in front of hundreds. Um, because I, I'm telling you right now, if you watch any reality show... <laughs> Just because the production value is high does not mean the content value is is also high. There's a lot of there's a lot of million dollar garbage TV shows, and if 
we can get that million dollars into making shows with people who are actually, you know, competent, empathetic, and um, looking to make the world better. Um, I want more of that. And mm -hmm. I'm going to use my tools uh, of the trade to make sure that that happens. So it may not be now, it may not be later, but soon. Um, there, there's, there's going to be a shift in our media, and I think I'm, I think I'm on the right side of it. Nice, I like that. Um, so I asked folks. We have a couple of people uh, chatting and saying hello. Uh, thank you all, Jonathan, Uncle Beck, and Marie for being here with us. I, and if they have any questions for you, um, what are things that people typically ask about streaming that? might be useful for our listeners either now or later um they don't really understand what streaming is like they kind of look at like i like i'm sorry mom i tried to <laughs> like trying to <laughs> trying to explain twitch to my mom was a bit of a challenge because mm -hmm. she looks at it and she sees people and she says oh this is a video i'm like no this is live she's like well mm. there's a whole bunch of people those so which ones are videos i'm like none of these are videos all of these are live mm. so it's if you if you're familiar with youtube yeah twitch is the live version is the tv version and um pretty much what my gig is is i take whatever's on my screen and i put out i put it into your phone and that concept is sometimes breaking for people because they just think, oh, okay, so you upload a video onto like, no, 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 no. You make, <laughs> you make it live. You make like my computer generates the images live. We do all of this stuff live. Um, and it's a much more interactive um, format for, for business and for entertainment and all that stuff. Um, just getting people to understand what a stream is versus it, they because you say tv but then they don't think it's tv because it's like tv that you can talk to it's just i don't know uh what was the second part of the question i'm sorry we're in the future now no <laughs> where you can talk to your tv i i remember no my no kids, no <laughs> well you're to twitch but well i remember my kids were in middle school and i was upstairs like chatting with someone on the phone and i could hear one of my kids yelling at their technology because it wasn't responding properly and i was like and they're not being crazy like we actually talk to our technology now <laughs> it's not it's yeah. there's just a whole other world that's been opened up um I was the original question, which I think you answered is just what is it that people you have to often explain that that people don't get or that is, yeah. uh, you know, and um, do, do, do anything on your mind that you want to share? We're not getting any questions because people are shy. I'm very intimidating. Is that it's, true? It's my deep, deep voice that scares them away. <laughs> <laughs> and your laughter you're like you're like i'm so intimidating <laughs> yeah i have i have permanent sidekick voice i've accepted that I'm leaning into my robin role um <laughs> in life it just it is that way sometimes um trying to think here um activism Activism. Tell me about 
So one good thing about uh, streaming is sometimes these big corps uh, like to uh, score some brownie points and um, a lot of causes get a lot of attention due to streaming. So mm. I know, uh, for example, Twitch, uh, like for, um, I don't know, let's take a, a random holiday like Earth Day, for example, um, a company can actually reach out to them and say, hey, uh, Earth Day's coming up. I got this big event coming. What do you think about putting me on the front page? Being on mm -hmm. the front page of Twitch means anybody who signs into their account that day, which is, I think, somewhere in the like 150 million per day. I can double check. But a lot of people watch Twitch. And to be on that front page is ginormous and can really um, put a channel over the top and get them to where they need to be. Um, you can really kind of pigeonhole the quote unquote wokeness of large corporations to um, really bolster support for causes, um, which they weren't really into. Um, being uh, good to the people wasn't really a priority <laughs> in, in, in previous times. They could care less, just give me your money. Um, but this seems like a lot more companies are trying to be more um, uh, more inclusive and to and to have a better a better uh, PR outlook for their for their brand and that can mm -hmm. you can kind of use that if you have some um, some causes that you really want to get out there. Uh, there's a lot of big money out there that'll help you do that and help you get mm -hmm. your word out. No, that makes a lot of sense. That there's a there's a more accessible format. And that's a little bit what we talk, talked about at the beginning. Oh, we do have a question from Jonathan. It feels mm. important to me that you answer this correctly. See my beard. Here. No. <laughs> oh, I should read it out loud. Yes. Oh, yeah, you read yes. it. Uh, this is from Jonathan Fuller. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, thanks for your question. Of your co-host, who has your favorite beard? Question mark. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Um, wow, that's a tough one. Um, if I had to pick, probably be Neil, the six of four mm -hmm. atheist. He has a really sweet kind of tribal almost beard pattern. You know, it's you, Jonathan, you know, it's you, <laughs> you know, it's you, but we're going to, but you know, you got to say Neil to start. And then uncle Beck has a question. It's similar to what I asked, but a little bit more, um, promote or targeted, which is where would you like to be in five years with your production business? Uh, profitable. <laughs> <laughs> profitable. I was like, Belize? No. <laughs> profitable oh, is a great answer. <laughs> Belize is great. They speak English in Belize. They have caves. We went cave tubing down there. Right off the uh, nice, nice ocean water. Yeah, Belize is the correct answer uh, to the question. But, but um, profitable is also, right? Like, I think yeah. those are two good answers. Because you uh, wouldn't be in Belize if you weren't <laughs> profitable, probably. And, and... And, and a, a more honest answer is um, at first the goal was to have a show every week um, that was under under my tutelage or, or in, in the brands that I run. Um, but that's kind of small thinking, right? Because there's no, so I don't, I don't have a limit for that, but I want time for my family and I want, um, a partner to help me run this so we can get tons of content out for people that they're actually looking for. 
Um, and uh, it takes time. And I've been doing for like, maybe not the last five years, but at least the last two, a lot of like my homework first. So that that's setting up multiple, like sitting down in front of the computer for 10 hours and making layouts and sitting in front of the computer and making sure that the discord is set up correctly. And this is working and this is working and just making sure that, um, like I'm, I'm on my little fishing boat and I'm making sure that all I go through all every morning and I make sure my nets are great. If my nets are not great, then it doesn't matter when I hit the fish. Cause if I hit the fish and I have all these holes in my net, it doesn't, it doesn't serve me. So mm -hmm. in five years, I'm hoping that all of the, uh, all of the holes in the net have been patched so that when the fish come, uh, I can catch them. Nice. That's the goal. That sounds great. Um, well, I could talk to you all day, but I didn't ask for all day. So <laughs> um, you thank can, you so you much. You have me as long as you need me. <laughs> I mean, you're so fun. I will. So I'll. And Mikey and I are on a show together and all we ever do really is laugh. So I was so excited that uh, he was willing to come on my show and talk about his work and what he's up to. And I hope you'll check him out. He's like got all of these. I'll put a bunch of links in the, the notes, of course. But, you know, he's involved, obviously, in many projects. So go watch his shows, uh, subscribe to his channel and um, ask for help. Uh, ask for help. And what I mean by ask for help is hire him to help you. Cause you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the new way of doing things. Right. Um, and that's everything. Do you have any final like words of wisdom or anything? Um, I want everyone to, <clears throat> excuse me. I want everyone to give themselves one extra chance today. Don't beat yourself up when you get it wrong. You have my permission. Give yourself one more chance to get it right. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you. And then, uh, and so in two, in two weeks we have a show, but I don't, um, I don't recall what it is. <laughs> so, um, but in four weeks i'm gonna have uh stephanie hearn on so i'll pop that one up hello stephanie and then um we'll see what's happening in two weeks maybe nothing uh and then anything else no more questions so i'm gonna say goodbye everybody and we'll see you again bye <laughs>